0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Oh, yeah, You can do all that to get a hold of the show. Lots of texts coming in at eight seventy eight seventy. Phone lines are open right now on our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll. What's the Saints' most important position to target in the upcoming free agency period? You can cast your vote at WWL.com or the Radio.com app. New Orleans Pelicans in action in Los Angeles. And yes, it is Anthony Davis playing against the Lakers tonight. He'll have his minutes severely reduced. Played seven minutes so far in the first quarter. Four of four from the floor for eight points. Julius Randle, ex-Laker, 15 points. Something to prove. And LeBron James and the Lakers right now, they do have that one-point lead. Three and a half games back of the Spurs for the final playoff spot, and I don't think there's anything... That's Pelicans fans would love more than not only the Pelicans to win this game, but the Lakers not to make the playoffs. Uh, LeBron 4 of 6 from the floor with 8 points here. I will say LeBron just, it's not a good look with him being seen multiple times in videos shared across social media that have gotten millions of views over the last few days, just giving up or not trying. It's it's very un-LeBron-like. Now, he at times will kind of... And call out his teammates but body language uh, using that to call out his teammates hand to the sky and stuff and shaking his head we've seen that before with lebron in, in miami and in cleveland but you just don't see him give up or see him not play you saw that before you understand his frustration level playing with all these young guys some people although not many who aren't used to playoff success or winning championships although I mean, Javale McGee has won a couple of titles. Lance Stevenson's been there uh, before. Uh, Rajon Rondo, he's won a title. So when he says that everybody on this team needs to learn how to win, well, a lot of the guys on this team certainly know how to win. But Lakers up 30-28, to 28, minute 19 uh, left in that game. We'll keep you updated there as this saga, this dumpster fire, as Alvin Gentry would like to call it, continues. Johnny Manziel was in the news today, and for all the wrong reasons, at least for Johnny Manziel. He was released by the Montreal Alouettes, and then the CFL subsequently barred him from ever playing for another team in the NFL, citing a, a broken agreement that made him eligible to play in the CFL. Here's what CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrose said in Vancouver today. Quote, we advised Montreal that Johnny had violated one of the conditions we had set for him to be in our league, and Montreal announced his release today. We didn't release the terms of those conditions then, and we're not going to do that now. We're trying to do what is in the best interest of the entire league. The conditions we set we thought were the right ones. The conditions we had have been violated. Um, Don't know what it is and probably won't find out what it is, at least not anytime soon, exactly what that condition was, whether it was something contactually he wasn't allowed to do, playing or being associated with some leagues or teams in the United States. But Johnny's time in the CFL is over. And it wasn't that great. Wasn't that great. Uh, Last year, uh, he played in, what, a handful of games, eight games, 106 of 165, 1,290 yards, but five touchdowns, seven interceptions up in the CFL. Kind of mirrored his stats in the NFL. So, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Football, no longer playing football north of the border. Now, Manziel did say today, I believe on social media, that he'd be interested in playing the XFL or the AAF. The AAF isn't going to pay Johnny Manziel the kind of money that he wants there. Everybody on the AAF is under those... Equitable contracts across the league. The XFL would be interested. You know that the XFL is going to be looking to sign a big-name player, whether that guy is a good football player or not. I still think the debate is out here on Johnny Manziel's football prowess anymore. But the XFL would love to have him. Uh, I still don't know what to think about the XFL. The XFL being run – and Logan in the studio, plug your ears here – run by Vince McMahon, who is going to own and operate all of the franchises in the XFL – just seems like it could be a situation where if you think things are rigged or things are contrived in professional sports now, uh, wait until the XFL gets involved. But maybe there's a spot for it. I just don't know exactly how fans will latch on to that league. XFL begins operations uh, next year. AAF going on uh, right now. want to remind everybody that we're your Mardi Gras station here at WWL Radio. And on the Days parades are rolling, which is now through next Tuesday. We are your information station. This is what we got for you every single day. We have Arthur Hardy's parade previews mornings at 6 and 8.30, again at noon and on your drive home at 5.30. We're going to tell you what impact any of the weather traffic going to have on the parades and which crews are rolling and what they're throwing. Also, Mardi Gras traffic reports every 20 minutes, brought to you by Supercuts Ready Every Day and by Sprint. Let the good times roll with unlimited Data, talk, and text. Everything you need to know about the greatest free show on earth is going to be right here at WWL. Again, brought to you by Supercuts and brought to you by Sprint. Let's get to a, a couple of texts here. Text from the 504. Please explain to the uninformed that Breeze isn't getting paid $30 million. That's his cap number. That is the result of the Saints deferring his cap hit. He's going to pay $25 million, which reality he's worth. You know, Mickey Loomis talked about this very directly. He says... Paraphrasing Mickey here this week that eventually they're going to owe the bill on pushing all of this dead cap into the future. One year, it's they're going to have to pay it and going to have to take all this cap hit from Drew Brees and others that they pushed back. The Saints were among the top three, four teams in the NFL the last decade in dead money. And this money that keeps getting moved into the futures, and not mortgaging the futures is the wrong term here, but they're certainly going to hamstring their future. But here's the thing. Once Drew retires and you're playing with whoever at quarterback that isn't going to earn $25, $30 million a year, you're going to have a little extra salary cap space to play with. So I don't really dislike the route that they've gone here with Drew. Got a caller on hold. Uh, Logan, who is it? Jason Indestrahan. Uh, Jason, welcome to the show. What's going on, man?
1: How's it going, Seth?
0: Hey, it's going. You know what? Uh, the we oh, uh, you beat me twice in a row here. Uh, a two-minute drill trivia. Because I'm on location tonight, uh, the technicalities of it won't let us do our rematch this week, Jason. But I got you next week, man. I got you next week.
1: That's okay. If you need a little extra time to brush up <laughs> on your reading skills and your trivia skills, I will allow it. Under okay, I appreciate it. A, as as defending champion, two times. I decree that you are allowed to take an extra week (laughs) to sharpen whatever you need to get straight.
0: Oh, wait, so you're not just the champ now. We've made you king of two-minute drill trivia, so you set the rules now. I am not
1: saying anything. I am just saying I understand you need a little extra time.
0: (laughs) Hey, I am licking my wounds still. Uh, There's no doubt about that. What you got tonight, Jason?
1: Look, I'm talking about LeBron James, and I'm going to say some things that are a little harsh, I'm not really a LeBron hater because I will be the first one to say he is the most physically gifted basketball player that's ever lived. I mean, Jordan had the, the basketball acumen and toughness, but as far as physically gifted LeBron's the greatest that's ever stepped foot on the basketball court. The problem I have with him is his mental weakness. He is so mentally weak. It is ridiculous and it's a shame that a top-five player all-time like LeBron is universally known as could be that mentally weak. And here's what I'm talking about. Notwithstanding the things he's said in the past when he was with Miami and with Cleveland and all this other stuff, I'm talking about this team right now. He openly admitted when he signed with the Lakers that this year was not going to be one of those years where they were going to go to the final. He admitted it. He said, right. this year, don't expect me to to lead this team to the promised land because it's just not going to happen. Well, where are we now? He's throwing his hands up in the air in disgust. He's given up on plays. Basically, he's given up on his teammates. And it's it's like, this is what you signed up for. You signed up. You knew that these guys were not ready year one. So why are you doing this? Why are you showing so demonstratively that you disapprove of their play? Yeah, eventually, Jason, doesn't
0: LeBron eventually have to act as a leader uh, for that team? He signed a four-year contract to the Lakers, and like you said, he went in well aware that they likely, almost assuredly, weren't making a run at a championship this year. So eventually, you've got to be the mentor and the leader for those young guys, and it's just not happening. Uh, I I share your your angst at LeBron's on-court antics this year. I don't know if it's that he's (laughs) – uh, he, uh, I think it's just that he cares about his image, his public perception about him. He's got this ego, and I think a lot of professional athletes, a lot of people in the spotlight do, where they, they care about the public perception so much that it clouds their judgment and impairs their ability to go out there and perform every day. I mean, it's, I guess it's well, just kind it, of the social, it's, 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 it's social media, Jason, where everybody's concerned about their image.
1: I mean, I don't know if that's what it is or not, but the fact that when they get all the credit, you know, like uh, I don't know if you saw the clip, but he was doing his show, the shop or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm, And he said outright, he goes, the year I won the championship and I brought the championship home to Cleveland, I became the greatest of all time. Nowhere did he say we, he didn't say team. He didn't say anything. He said, I did it because I brought it to the, to the team. And that makes me the greatest of all time. And to me, I'm like, dude, you have no idea what it's like to be the greatest of all time when you're that mentally unaware of how your actions affect the other people in the league. Now, what I think happened is all this talk about um, Anthony Davis going to the Lakers. I think LeBron lost patience. He said, look, these guys aren't going to be here now. They're not going to be here. We're going to get Anthony Davis one way or the other, and these guys aren't going to be here. So why should I care about building them up? Why should I care about helping them improve when they're not going to be here, and I'm going to end up playing against them at some point? I mean, that could be. I get your. No, I
0: get It's great, Jason. We're up against the clock, but it's great, great points. I mean, I I don't necessarily completely disagree with anything that you're saying. I will say that if you compare LeBron to Michael, it's just different because of the age that we live in, with social media and the the 24/7 sports covers that we have from the cable networks and the, the sports talk shows and all that was kind of in its infant stages when Michael really became popular. And let's be honest here. If Michael was on social media 20 years ago, like LeBron and all the players are now, I guarantee you there'd be a lot of ugly stuff coming out here about Michael Jordan. He'd be going after people on Twitter. He'd be just as concerned about his uh, public image. I don't think there's anybody in professional sports that had a bigger ego than Michael Jordan. And let's be honest here, he wasn't always the great guy off the court with um, substance this issues and uh, infidelity and illegal gambling that uh, allegedly uh, happened in the 1990s. So it's not like Michael was this upstanding guy. And I've always given lebron a lot of credit forget about his on-court attitude that i don't agree with sometimes off the court with his charitable giving never really been in trouble humanitarian opening schools that kind of stuff is great and i think he's built his legacy through that and he'll be remembered very fondly for that for a very long time i do think his on-court behavior the last few years has been boorish just as Uh, for me i don't think this takes away from how good of a player he is lebron fans out there he's still one of the two or three best players in the history of the sport no doubt that's his legacy he's won three titles might win more with la who knows but yeah boorish on court behavior lakers up 37 31 in the second quarter right now on the pelicans lebron with 10 points anthony davis 11 points in eight minutes tonight julius Randle 15 to lead all scores for the pelicans. We'll take a break when we come back it's Sports Libs time. Logan comes on in as we discuss the sports topics of the day here on the last lap. It's a final over at the Box LSU Beach Southern 17 to 4 LSU 8 and 0 now on the season as they head into that weekend series. We'll have some LSU knows, uh, news news on Eric Walker and when he'll start this week. We'll have that for you a little bit later in the hour also UNO tonight losing to Sam Houston. At the Lakefront Arena, 71-60 to 60 over there. And UNO will try to enact their revenge in the Southland Conference Tournament. Logan Falgu at Master Control. Come on in here. It's Sports Libs time. Logan, what's going on tonight?
2: Uh, none much, man. Just, uh, you know, running your show. This is about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and doing a, doing a darn good job of it, Logan. Uh, anybody who uh, is new to the show, we do Sports Libs. It's like Mad Libs. Every night, a handful of questions, some fill-in-the-blanks, and we answer them on the fly. You can play along on the text line at 870-870. Go ahead, Logan.
2: All right, first one up here. The Pelicans will blank
0: the Lakers. Throw them in the dumpster because they're the dumpster fire. The Pelicans should dispatch of the Lakers and never play them again. They should just create their own league. They should exit the NBA. They should never deal with LeBron or Los Angeles or Magic Johnson or anybody else again. I'm being facetious, obviously, but that's about what most Pelicans fans think right now. They want nothing to do with California. They want nothing to do with the Los Angeles market, with what happened with the Nolan no call of the Rams, and now with LeBron and LA. So maybe if California could succeed, uh, secede from the union, and then uh, they wouldn't have to play anymore and be in some league. I don't know, but they'll get through it. Dumpster fire. That's all I have to say.
2: All right, next one up here. LSU baseball will blank their winning streak.
0: LSU will find their winning streak come to an end. Will lose their winning streak this weekend. I don't think they're going to sweep Texas. They just don't. Maybe they will. I mean, LSU's great. LSU's better than Texas. This is a top 25 team. And the little news and notes here is that Eric Walker is going to start this Sunday instead of Jaden Hill, the freshman who has shoulder soreness. We'll see what happens this weekend. LSU favored. LSU wouldn't be surprised to see him sweep, but I'm going to say it comes to an end this weekend. I'll say they get to uh, 9-0, and and then they'll lose a game. We'll say they lose the Saturday game with the freshman Marceau start.
2: All right, next one up here. The Saints will have a blank season.
0: The Saints will have a – can I put the blank after season? Yes. Saints will have a season blank. The Saints will have a season to remember next year. And here's the reason why. It's probably going to be Drew Brees' last season. I mean, Maybe he plays like he did this year. MVP candidate and he comes back. But let's be realistic here. He's going to be 41 years old. He's in the final year of his contract. And we saw some issues with arm strength and other stuff down the stretch. Not huge issues. Don't at me. Don't text me. I'm still a Drew guy. i will be fine this next year, but it's going to be a season to remember because this could be Drew's last year, and I also think they'll be a title contender again if you look at the NFC. The Rams won't be quite as good as they were this year. You ask why? Well, because of salary cap issues. They paid a lot of guys big money. It's an aging roster. It's an aging offensive line. They won't be uh, as good. The Bears, was this a fluke or was it not? We'll see if they can compete again. Uh, it certainly looks like Carolina is going into a minor rebuild. It's going to take Bruce Arians probably a year or two at Tampa to get things going. Saints will be a title contender again. It's going to be a year to remember, and it could be Drew's final year. Next. All right, next up here, LSU
2: basketball basketball will blank their next game.
0: LSU basketball better win. How about they better win their next game? In fact, LSU basketball uh, better win out because that's the only way likely they're going to get a tie for the SEC regular season championship. They are at Alabama and at Florida in back-to-back games. This Saturday against Florida, and then next week, next Wednesday, excuse me, this Saturday at Alabama, the next Wednesday against Florida, a team that beat them. Those are two tough games. They're going to need Tremont Waters for both games, but they better win those. They already have locked up the double-by top four seed into the conference tournament, but if they want to win this conference, they got to win these two games. Any other ones, Logan?
2: Uh, we have one more. Is there any significance to you of Anthony Davis playing with the Pelicans against LeBron James and the Lakers?
0: The only significance is the NBA is forcing him to do something that should not happen. It just shouldn't happen. I, I heard that Jeff Van Gundy went off again on this on the television broadcast earlier this hour on this ripping the NBA for forcing the Pelicans to do this. He is right. Terrible, short sighted decision. That's Sports Libs. Thank Logan. We're back with Deuce McAllister after news. Welcome back to the show. Seth Dunlap, Logan Falgu here. I'm calling a little bit of an audible. We're going to play uh, Deuce, uh, my conversation with him from earlier today after this next break in about uh, five or six minutes because there's a couple of things that uh, I want to get to, a couple of texts also at 870-870. We had a texter from the 504 playing a little sports libs with us. Says the Saints are going to have a blank season. That was a question. I like this one better than mine. It was a season to remember. This person says the Saints will have a revenge season. Yeah, revenge on the Saints mind there's no doubt about it text just coming in from the 985 if LSU wins out and wins the SEC tournament what would their potential NCAA seed be I'm thinking a two seed that's most likely yes if they win out and win the SEC tournament they will not be any lower than a two seed there is a chance a long shot that they're a one seed the one seeds that are basically locked up here and I say basically you never know what's going to happen if gonzaga or virginia all of a sudden strings a bunch of losses in a row together gonzaga loses a game in the regular season losing their conference tournament they wouldn't be a one seed anymore but gonzaga is basically a lock they could lose one still be a one seed virginia basically a lock they could lose one still a one seed and duke yes basically a lock they could probably lose two maybe even three and still be a one seed they have the um the most margin for error. The other possible one seeds right now that are in LSU's way, Kentucky. But if LSU goes on, wins out, and then beats Kentucky again in the conference tournament, wins that conference tournament, you got to think that LSU would leapfrog Kentucky in the conference selection or the NCAA selection committee's minds. You also have Tennessee. Same thing here, Tennessee – they escaped today. They're down to seventh in the rankings. They wouldn't be a one seed right now, uh, but we will see what happens with Tennessee. The other team to keep an eye on here, North Carolina. Right now, I think they're the scariest team in the country. They've beaten number one Gonzaga. They've beaten Duke. They have this championship pedigree with Luke May, outstanding freshman on this roster, the Hall of Fame coach in Roy Williams. They're 22-5. and five. They're fifth in the nation and they are knocking on the door of a one seed. Now, here's the issue for North Carolina. It is incredibly unlikely that the selection committee is going to put three ACC teams as one seeds, even though they might be worthy, even though Virginia, Duke, and North Carolina all might be worthy of one seeds. But. The selection committee doesn't want those optics. So if you've got Carolina, Virginia, and Kentucky, or Carolina, Virginia, LSU, or Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, all close to that final one seed, they're probably going to default not in favor of the ACC. So I would expect two of the three teams from the ACC, Virginia, Kentucky, North Carolina, to be one seeds. Dukes, uh, um, you'd think, is in is a one seed, so that means can LSU, can they leapfrog all these other teams? They're thirteenth in the polls. Polls don't really matter, but can they leapfrog these teams if they went out? The answer is yeah. Yeah, they would. Houston's twenty six and one, but they play in an inferior conference. Michigan's twenty four and four. LSU's twenty two and five. Similar record there. Michigan a better resume. Michigan State, pretty good resume. What's well, a very long answer to that text, but the answer is likely a two seed if they went out, chances, albeit slight chances, of a one seed. Here's a text from the 504. Honey Badger in New Orleans, what do you think? Tyron Matthew in New Orleans in the Saints uniform? I'd love it. But Tyron Matthew's going to want premium money on the free agent market, and it's unlikely that the Saints are going to pay him that big-time money. But we will see. Three results today. LSU defeats Southern at the box, 17-4. 4 UNO falls to Sam Houston, 71-60 to 60 in the battle of the top two teams in the Southeastern Conference. And right now, uh, uh, Southland Conference, excuse me. Right now, Pelicans have taken a lead on the Lakers, come storming back from a 9-point second quarter deficit. And they lead 53-52 to 52 with 2 minutes and 48 seconds left in that game. AD, 15 points now in 13 minutes. Uh, a lot of uh, Pelicans fans, probably the only time they're really going to root for Anthony Davis right now is when the Pelicans are playing the Lakers. <laughs> It'd be pretty good if the Pelicans could put another damper on the Lakers' playoff prospects, although conspiracy theories abound that LeBron doesn't really want to make the playoffs here. wants a lottery pick, wants the coach gone, and wants to completely restart next year with Kawhi Leonard, maybe Anthony Davis, and who knows who else. Brandon Ingram, 15 points tonight. I would like Brandon Ingram. If the Pelicans are going to make a trade with the Lakers, I'd love to see Brandon Ingram come here in a Pelicans uniform. He seems like a fantastic young player that's going to be good for a very long time in this league. We'll take a break. When we come back, Deuce McAllister, my conversation with him as we talk about the competition committee, meeting about proposed rule changes to the replay system and the pass interference penalties. We'll also talk about Saints free agency when we come back. It's Deuce McAllister here on the last lap. Nick's just uh, wrapping up downtown. Got a text saying Nick's was awesome this year. Yeah, I bet it was. One of my favorite cruise parades tomorrow. Muses I'm doing sports talk tomorrow with Bobby as Christian's out. The next two days I'll be in with Bobby doing sports talk. So that means no last lap. But it also means I might get a chance to see everybody out at the Muses parade. and Then crew to ta. On Friday, uh, we will see. Earlier today, I had a conversation with Deuce McAllister. Sat down with a former Saints running back. Talked all things Saints and NFL off-season. Here is that conversation. That was my conversation with Deuce McAllister earlier tonight. Um, always great to talk to Deuce. Talk to Deuce not just about football. You know, my favorite moments talking to Deuces are always about non-football stuff, life, or basketball, or whatever else it is. Deuce getting some work on CST as a An analyst for their basketball coverage. It's pretty cool. Just saw some video on Twitter that Marvin Bagley, the the star uh, for the Sacramento Kings, went down holding his left knee. It would not be good. Uh, Bagley's had a great season. So have the Kings. It's a little bit incredible that the Sacramento Kings are in a playoff race. They were just dreadful the last few years. And they're only one-and-a-half games back entering the night of the San Antonio Spurs for the eighth overall seed. Pelicans trailing the Lakers in halftime 63-57. to It's been the Julius Randle show, 19 points on 6-12 shooting for Julius, and he was getting double-teamed at the elbow, double-teamed at the high post. That's how good he was. LeBron has 14 points in this game. Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram have combined for 33 points. On twelve of twenty shooting. We'll take a break when we come back, wrapping up the show. We'll also have our moment of zen and the last lap continues on WWL. Final look at our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll. What is the Saints most important position to target in free agency? 39% saying wide receiver, 26% saying tie it in. Surprising to me the only 13% said defensive line. Remember Alex Okafor, he's going to be a free agent. Don't know what's going to happen with Tyler Davidson. Sheldon Rankin's coming off that injury that ended his season in the NFC Championship game. He could always use defensive line help, and the old refrain has always been in the NFL. you can never have enough pass rushers, at least in the modern era of the NFL. The Saints last year moving up in the first round to select Marcus Davenport. You better bet that they're going to be targeting defensive tackle and even defensive end again as a position of need entering this offseason. Remember, Sean Payton said last year, it's always uh, a position of need for the New Orleans Saints. Thanks for joining us, everybody, tonight. I want to thank Logan Falgu back at the station. Tom Maness is our assistant program director, also producing the show today, booking the guest. And Diane Newman, our program director and executive producer at WWL. I want to thank our guests, including Scott Alexander, Carter Bryant and Deuce McAllister for joining the program tonight and all of you for listening. Remember, anytime you want to listen to the show, if you can't catch it live, check the podcast, Radio.com app, or if you've got an iPhone like me, just Apple Podcasts. You can download it there every single day. Again, three finals tonight. It's LSU baseball staying unbeaten 17-4 over Southern. You had UNO, the Privateers men's basketball team, losing to Sam Houston 71-60. to and right now, Pelicans at halftime trail the Los Angeles Lakers 63-57. to One more note on LSU baseball. Eric Walker, he's going to start on Sunday against Texas instead of freshman Jaden Hill. Jaden Hill coming up with some shoulder soreness. I'm Seth Dunlap saying so long and handing it off to Beyond Reality Radio. You can follow me on Twitter, at Seth Dunlap. And as always, we leave you with our moment is in here's an LSU basketball highlight from yesterday. Remember, no more Last Lap the rest of the week. I'll be on Sports Talk. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car
1: insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.